here's an important announcement. Caustic Soda is going to be at Science World on... Next week, Torin. What? Next week. Caustic Soda is going to be at uh, Body Worlds at Science World. October 16th. October 16th. October 16th, Saturday, in the morning from 10 a.m. until probably close to 2. And that's uh, Science World in Vancouver for our international listeners. So It's going to be exciting, and everyone should come and uh, see the horrible uh, the uh, skinless people. It's actually the Telus World of Science now. Yes. That's on 1455 Quebec Street, in case somebody who lives in Vancouver doesn't know where Science World is. It's the big round golf ball. The big geodesic dome. So we're going to be there, and we'll, we, uh, we're going to do a little bit of recording. So come on down and uh, join us, and uh, maybe you'll be on Caustic Soda. Yeah, it might be a little uh, listener question and answer. Maybe you can sign up to get plastinated. I'm Torn Atkinson. What the quick-set concrete industry doesn't want you to know about enemas. I'm Robin Bougie. Docking and penis fencing, they aren't the same thing. I'm Joe Fulgham. Polynesian penis pumps and bong water butt babes. I'm Kevin Leeson. This episode is bigger, longer, and cut. Four circumcised dudes talk about sex today on Caustic Soda. wants to start i prefer well, when they start we're talking about sex right we are talking about sex it's our very sexy episode of caustic soda oh it's gonna be sexy yeah uh, okay is this is this gonna ruin sex for me yeah is this episode yes going to completely turn me off the sexual act your groin will never feel the same again to me to me anyway uh, <laughs> hey it sounds like our guest has arrived it's me mr robin bougie hi everybody Hi, Robin. Tell so, us about yourself. I do a magazine called Cinema Sewer. I'm a dirty comic book artist in that I don't ever bathe. No, that's not true. I do dirty comics. I met Robin Bougie at a uh, local Comic-Con here in Vancouver, and uh, I was disgusted and titillated <laughs> But you couldn't look away. Exactly. That's right. And also his work was kind of weird. <laughs> that's awesome. So he's going to be our uh, sexpert. He's going to tell us about, because uh, well, you brought a couple books, I see. Yeah, I used to do this comic back in like the late 90s called Deviant, which was a comic book journal of strange sexual practices. That's what Caustic Soda is all about. Strange. The strange sexual. and the practices. Yeah. And yeah. today, the sex. It's our long-awaited sex episode, or sex episode. Oh, that works, doesn't nice. it? nice. <laughs> I can tell you that the word origin for sex is really boring. But the, and the word origin for fuck has been long disputed. But my yeah. favorite theory is that it comes from medieval Dutch fokken, which means to make quick movements to and fro. Because I'll tell you the one that I heard. Spelled like docken, but with an F. Ah, yes. <laughs> the one that I always heard that I caught into because I liked it the most was that you used to have to get a royal decree mm-hmm. to make a child. And uh, if you had the royal decree, they would nail it to your door. And uh, the the acronym was for unlawful carnal no- or fornication under the command of the king. I thought it was fornication under consent of the king. Yeah, something like that. So uh, that was always my favorite. And then, of course, there was the uh, the classic Van Halen album for unlawful carnal knowledge. You know it's good sex when the king consents. Yeah. <laughs> I really right. like the ACDC album. It's better when he's watching. <laughs> yeah. ACDC had that album Flick of the Switch, but the L and the I, it was all uppercase, and the L and the I were almost touching, so it just looked like fuck of the Switch. One when I was most, 14 years old, that was awesome. It was one of their most underrated albums. Okay. That's kind of like in the Avengers comics when, you know, Hawkeye, Clint, whenever you put the C and the L together, oh, yeah. it, looks like, it looks like cunt. <laughs> yeah. So they're always like, cunt, come over here. You are needed. <laughs> like, what? Uh, it's because they're all British. So coitophobia is the fear of coitus. 
I had a girlfriend like that once. Oh, oh. no. Genophobia is the fear of sex, and erotophobia is the fear of sexual love or sexual questions. I thought genophobia was the fear of Gina Davis. Yeah, uh, it's spelled differently. That's universal. Or, that's not even counted as a phobia anymore. Or the or the fear of sex with Gene Simmons, which is <laughs> ooh that tongue. So, how do we define sex? What are we talking about here today? Boners. Boners. Yes, boners? we're talking a lot about boners. Perhaps some vaginas right. as well. So we're talking about the when they the sharing come together, different gametes. When it's successful, I guess. As it's so eloquently put in the old Clockwork Orange, a little bit of the old in and out. Mm-hmm. A smooshing of the glands. Oh, I uh, like that one. Bumping uglies. Making the horizontal beast with two backs. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Humping. we got masturbation as well. You yep. Punching the munchkin. Punching the munchkin. Pulling the goalie. Shaking hands with the unemployed, my personal favorite. <laughs> of course, it being caustic soda, we're not going to be talking about the beautiful, wonderful union of passion and so Yeah, that ro- romantic love. No, we're going to be talking about things like penile fractures. Duh. Penile fractures, an injury caused by the rupture of the tunica albuginea, which envelops the corpus cavernosum penis. Okay, I'm guessing that you have to have a boner in order to get a penile fracture. Because yes. if you're flaccid, yes, it's right. kind of floppy-doppy, right? Right. You can pretty much floppy-doppy? Take any sort of impact. I prefer floppily-doppy. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a, uh, you would end up with more of a testicular issue, taking a blow to the soft penis. There is a great uh, classic porn movie called Box Balls. Well, it's, it's more of like an 8 millimeter like film where a guy has his balls wrapped up with twine so that it makes like a pillar of balls, and then a woman has sex with his balls. What I, the? I have seen a video. This is evil of, genius. <laughs> I've seen a video of a guy who who the the woman was on the ground with her womanly parts up in the air, and the guy was standing over her, and he put his penis in her vagina, and then stuffed his balls in her ass. That's that's the same dude. There must be a he, name he, for he, that. he was a guy. That was his like his thing. His was thing to that he could stuff do. his balls wow. into things. Were his balls cylindrical shaped? Is that? Well, no. That was what the, the twine did. It it made like I said, like a pillar of balls. So should we <laughs> maybe warn people that we're gonna get a little more racy than we a little racier than we normally get i guess i think it's kind of obvious now this is for yeah. adult <laughs> yeah adult we, we have the explicit warning on the podcast but it's not always true <laughs> this time it's true well yeah. when you come up with a subject like sex I, it, it, I, i'm gonna go with buyer beware on this one that's right and it's free so so you get what you pay for caveat grabber <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the penile fracture is most often caused by a blunt trauma to an erect penis, Eh. a popping or cracking sound, significant pain, immediate flaccidity, and skin hematoma of various sizes are commonly associated with the event. These symptoms are similar to a common bruising or contusion of the penis. I'm shuddering on the inside, and that doesn't make a noise. So, uh... Whereas testicular torsion... The spermatic cord that provides the blood supply to a testicle is twisted, cutting off the blood supply, often causing chronic pain of the testicles or scrotum that typically lasts for more than three months. Prolonged testicular torsion. That's a tongue twister. Yeah, no Say testicular torsion three times fast. Will result, please, will result in the death (laughs) of the testicle and surrounding tissues. Death of the testicle. testicle. That is the least known of all the Arthur Miller plays. (laughs) (laughs) Testicular torn. Hey, that's me. Uh-huh. Do you guys know what phimosis and paraphimosis are? No idea. Well, phimosis is in a condition in men where the male foreskin cannot be fully retracted from the head of the penis. The term may also refer to clitoral phimosis in women whereby the clitoral hood cannot be retracted, limiting exposure of the glands clitoris. So your foreskin doesn't pull back. So yeah. It's like Lupo the penis-headed turtle. 
Only it you've, won't you've fully named come. it. What? <laughs> it won't fully come to uh, come to come to see what's uh, come out to play. Can you extrapolate what paraphimosis is then? Two penises that. Uh, <laughs> that's 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 when a that's when your foreskin is so large you can actually parachute down from the ground. Ah, nice. <laughs> it's uh, an uncommon medical condition where the foreskin becomes trapped behind the gland's penis and com- not be reduced, that is, pulled back to its normal flaccid position covering the gland's penis. Okay. And if how is that a con- bad thing? If this condition persists for several hours or there is any sign of a lack of blood flow, paraphimosis should be treated as a medical emergency as it can result in gangrene. What? Gangrene of the dong. Gangrene <laughs> of the dangling. So that's my contribution to the science So, so we going Whoa. back to uh, the, the penile fracture... Yes, let's do. That's just the, the cracking and the, the breaking. That's of all the blood vessels, right? Because we, unlike a lot of animals, we don't have a bone in our penis. It's true. In spite of the popular boner phraseology. That's right. There are three sections, two of which are like the tubes that fill up with blood. And those can apparently... The some, tube itself breaks. So the tube that fills with blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Snap. So the penile bone, uh, which is present in a lot of... Uh, Actually, a lot of primates and mammals is called the baculum. Right, but humans don't have But we don't have one. But other primates do. Count baculum? Count baculum. (laughs) Uh, Any other science before we go on to weird sex in animals? None that is more important than weird sex in animals. Okay. (laughs) Is that what happened with uh, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker inside the Tauntaun? Yeah. (laughs) They didn't really show that part of the movie. Yeah, it is time cut. So, wait, what's the joke? That, That they had weird sex in an animal. Oh, I didn't know that they could both fit in there, though. I Yet. thought they did. Didn't no. they both go in? No, just no. Luke went in. Tauntaun for one. Luke in, and then Han just hungered down. We're going to lose our sponsor with this kind of <laughs> with this kind of talk. He just sat in there All and right. masturbated. You can, yeah. That's right. Oh, look at him. <laughs> I thought they smelled like only, vagina on the outside. You can only <laughs> climax so when I'm inside a Tauntaun. <laughs> That's a fetish. So flatworms. Mm, like, like all sea slugs, flatworms are hermaphrodites, uh, which of course means they have both male and female sex organs. In this case, the male organ turns out to be two dagger-like penises they use to hunt as well as to mate. During mating, two flatworms fight, i.e. penis fence, to stab each other <laughs> while avoiding getting stabbed. The loser who gets stabbed will absorb the sperm through its skin and then scoots off to bear the burden of motherhood. Oh, wow. The wow. penis fence. I'm glad we don't do that because I think my wife could kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, just be glad you're not a honeybee because after a male bee mates with a queen, his member breaks off and he dies. I knew that. Or the... Uh, Praying mantis. Praying mantis. Yeah. Where you, as soon as he's done humping, she bites off his head. Oh, it's mid-humping, mid-coitus. Yeah. She bites off his head, and his headless torso continues to have sex with her yes. until it comes to completion and then dies. And while while she eats him. Yeah. Because she needs the nutrients to raise the babies. Yeah. Call back to the cannibalism episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys know about the weird things going on with the hyena? There's weird sex things with the hyenas? They well, laugh a lot. <laughs> and that's a total turnoff. And, yeah. <laughs> and maybe this is why. What's seriously? It, it, what is more uncomfortable than like giggling or laughing in the middle of sex? Because like you want doubt and recrimination. Nothing like a tittering. Yeah. Uh, how do clowns do it? <laughs> there is tickling fetish. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. guess they would like laughing. You know what though? I bet you the tickling fetish isn't about the laughing. It's about the loss of control. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Hey, maybe we like both. <laughs> I mean, they. They, they, they like both. All right, lay it on us, hyenas. Female hyenas are bigger and stronger than the males, uh, much more aggressive. They have a pseudo-penis, which is basically an enlarged clitoris that they can erect at will. To mate, the meeker male has to insert his penis into her pseudo-penis. That's difficult. 
but nothing compared <laughs> to the female having to give birth through a penis. What? Is that true? That wait, is wait. true. That is 100% true. On Caustic Soda, we speak of truths. So primarily. hold on a second. So <laughs> the hyena female, it's like vagina and clitoris and penis all rolled into one. Yes. That is. I don't even know how to react to well, that. Well, at least she doesn't have to poop through her penis. Like, I'm, I'm a suit... <laughs> I'm a pseudo-intellectual, but I'm glad I don't have a pseudo-penis. <laughs> I now, get it. Now, there are humans who do similar things, right? They like putting things, penises into penises. Oh, yeah. That's called docking. Yeah. Docking. Docking. Call back to docking again. <laughs> <laughs> is that how they got their name? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, how is it physically possible to do that? I guess. I think it you takes gotta training. You've got to have four skins. Right. Okay. Um, right. Because it probably helps if one dude's a little smaller than the other. Or yeah. a lot smaller. Foreskins are involved. Or you could go with one of those micro penises. Well, I know that there are guys who, like, they put things in their actual penis. What's the technical term? The, the urethra? The ure- they, they actually fit the little tiny things into it and then stretch it out. They go bigger and bigger. Mm, right. Oh, like so an earring. Yeah. Not like that serial killer uh, Albert Fish that, want, that put nails in his penis and scrotum and oh, groin. that was for a different purpose i'm sure they found a lot of a lot of metal in that guy's groin yeah yeah it was like 80 spikes and nails yeah and call back to the cannibalism episode again oh all right yeah. <laughs> i can't remember where yeah all these freaks we talked about <laughs> but freaks. uh so the mechanics of docking have you ever witnessed this robin uh i don't watch too much gay porn but i'm i probably have seen it somewhere i think it's kind of a jerking off motion but with two dicks just rubbing up against one another well they're both kind of inside each other <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm defeated. <laughs> I'm defeated by this. Uh, should we take a straw poll here in the room? Four gentlemen, uh, helmet or anteater? <laughs> what? Uh, helmet circumcised, oh, okay, anteater uncircumcised? Uh, a helmet. Helmet. Oh, uh, helmet. Helmet. Oh, wow. Is that a Canadian Raised thing? By Jews. What is that? Yeah, we're all Jewish, evidently. <laughs> we're uh, older. We're all of an, of an That's age. That's true. It, yeah, circumcision used to be thought of as healthy and the right thing to do. and So it's just an error thing. Yeah, it's apparently going away. Yeah. yeah. Well, you huh? have to you have to do a lot more maintenance if you got a foreskin. That's my understanding. I have no idea. Yeah, you'll also we'll probably get <laughs> well, a lot it's more, of. It's I wish more prone had, to infection. I wish we had say. somebody here who could speak to this. They should have put an ad out. Foreskins need only apply. <laughs> tell <laughs> us about your foreskin. Your foreskin. What yeah. good is it? <laughs> what <laughs> is it good for? Oh, absolutely none. I have heard. I have heard that uh, foreskins are good for sensitivity. Mm-hmm. That oh, okay. those of us without it maybe lost a little. Uh, well, that just means we can go longer. That's right. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I say. Like, really? I need to be more sensitive? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Thank God, right? Dolphins have retractable penises and they are prehensile and it swivels. Prehensile? Can they uh, grab things with it? Is that what yes. that means? Yes, exactly. What? A male, well, a male dolphin can use his penis to explore objects just like a hand. <laughs> I try that, but I get in trouble. <laughs> hey, what's this? <laughs> it's like when you uh, when you see that that the last Sunday or cupcake and you want to lay claim to it so you explore it with your penis. Yeah, it works. <laughs> you got sprinkles all over it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this doesn't have frosting yet. <laughs> oh, d- dolphins actually also partake in homosexual activity as well. Well, I think a lot of uh, the animal kingdom does that. Yeah, they're just sticking it in things, right? But they're certainly <laughs> known for their uh, ravenous sexual ap- appetites. Mm. Dolphins? They, yeah, they yeah. start having sex like almost immediately. The infants do as well. They're born with erections. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They're, they're the sea they're the sea tribble. Prehensile swiveling erections. Dolphins were born to fuck. So they should change it from fucking like rabbits to fucking like dolphins. Dolphins, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. They've often seen trying to hump inanimate objects and even other animals like sea turtles. 
I hear that they hunting a sea the, turtle. I hear that some people go swimming with the dolphins because they think it's awesome, and then some randy dolphin will just yeah. come up and try to hunt Start them. Start probing Sick them with their prehensile bastards. swiveling penis. Yeah, <laughs> that's no fin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a prehensile swiveling penis in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> no, <laughs> gives flipper flipper a whole another connotation. For the panda, for a while, zookeepers had trouble keep getting pandas raised in captivity to breed. In fact, male and female pandas showed little interest in sex. That is until someone at the Gendu Giant Panda Breeding and Research Base in Sichuan Province, China, had the bright idea of showing them panda porn. Wow. And what, what constitutes panda porn? Uh, pandas having sex. So you show a movie of pandas having sex. Two pandas. pandas yeah. And they get all hot and bothered. Now when pandas sense. reach adulthood, zookeepers there show them steamy videos of panda sex as part of their initiation rites. I wonder if pandas have kink. I wonder if they got kinks. Like you saw, saw some panda, like vanilla panda porn, they're like, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> But then all of a sudden some panda's getting it on with like two rhesus monkeys and it's like, well, yeah. The, the fetishy what, stuff yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. involves bamboo. bamboo. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Beat me with the bamboo. Panda ducking. Yeah, the, the panda docking. Now you may wonder, you may have wondered this all your life, porcupine sex. Ah. How does it work? I know about it. You tell. It, they're into water sports. <laughs> he knows. It's true. I've got it right here. I did a comic about it. Let's hear it. Like, well, yeah. they uh, when the male finds a female in heat, he uh, lets her know that he's he's on his way by peeing all over. Apparently, from up to six <laughs> feet away. Uh, from, yeah, that's right. Really? Yeah, they are into the water sports. And uh, so she he pees on her, and then she goes, and then she goes, "Wow, that's hot!" Or she says, "Get lost." Oh, so she keeps the spike like so. It's basically spikes up or spikes down. <laughs> it's like you know, if you're getting uh, God, if only humans were that. If we had like some sort of early warning system like that, that would be awesome. You pee on a girl and she's just <laughs> right in the bar. Yeah, yeah. just like, oh, hey man. baby, hey baby, and it's either brass knuckles in the face or uh, <laughs> meet me in the bathroom in five minutes. I think there's a new reality TV show in there somewhere. Do it like yep. a porcupine. I think guinea pigs actually also do the water sports too. Any other animal anecdotes from your book of dirty smut? Let's see. I've got gibbons are into incest. Oh, yeah. Sometimes uh, father and daughter stuff. Uh, sometimes oh, the father gives the uh, the female a, a practice baby to work with. It usually doesn't work out because the you know they get inbred, but it's kind of a right. way for the females to to practice with an infant before they do their actual one. Right. Okay. Like like he he impregnates yeah. her with a practice baby, and, yeah. and it's not exactly they don't think it's going to live, but yeah, that way she gets to. That's weird. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think this is just a this is just an excuse for the the gibbons to hump everything in sight. Like, <laughs> hey, baby, you need it's to practice, a, baby. It's just a practice, yeah. baby. It's just, it's just a practice, it's not, baby. That's oh, not for real. Yeah, that's not. For, you know, one day you will fall in love with your perfect. <laughs> this gibbon. is daddy's baby. Yeah, it, uh, who, who's your daddy? Ew, ew. It literally. Okay. So are these practice babies like kind of <laughs> like like mutated and retarded. They're and like stuff? anger babies. Yeah, like the, the Down syndrome gibbons, and you know, is that what that, happened with Pala, Sarah Palin's daughter? Then it was yeah. a practice baby. Her, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, we're gonna get sued. <laughs> That's gonna be my new insult for people. <laughs> you were a totally pra- practice baby. Yeah, forget fetal alcohol, <laughs> right? But you have survived. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been left in a tree. You are such a practice baby. <laughs> so sad <laughs> practice baby makes perfect <laughs> it's like they just get the discarded meaning, the meaning of that sentence entirely changes depending on the punctuation <laughs> and just a gigolo and everywhere I go people know the part I'm playing 
Bid for every dance, selling its romance. Oh, the sin. There will come a day, and youth will pass away. What will they say about me? When the end comes, I know they'll suggest to the lows. Life goes on without me. And just a gigolo, everywhere I go, people know the part I'm playing. Paid for every dance, selling each romance. Oh, what they say. And there will come a day, and youth will pass away. What will they say about me? When the end comes, I know they'll suggest a gigolo's. Life goes on without me. Cause I ain't got nobody Oh, and there's nobody kiss for me There's nobody kiss for me I'm so sad and lonely Sad and lonely, sad and lonely Want some sweet mama Come take a chance with me Cause I ain't so bad then
Okay, so let's move on to comparative penis sizes in the animal kingdom. Oh, boy. All right. All right, I'll whip it out. <laughs> Here comes. Kathunk. So humans have the largest primate penis with respect to overall body size, and gorillas, interestingly, have the smallest primate penis. We're number one! We're, We're number one! one. We're number one! Suck it, gorillas! <laughs> Not literally, because you get those canines that are really scary. <laughs> yeah. Despite the fact that they're the largest primates on Earth. So they're the biggest primate with the smallest penis. Yeah, about two inches. What a sad hand they've been dealt. That's why they have to go at it so hard. Yeah, that's why they're so... That's why... You know what? So aggro. That's the reason for false charges right there. Are you looking at my penis? Are you looking at my penis? (laughs) They beat their chest because if they beat their meat, they might wreck it. (laughs) Check it before you wreck it. Yep, checked it. It's still two inches. Our gorilla's constantly going around saying, come on, man, it's not the size, it's what you do with it, you know? (laughs) It's the motion in the ocean. In the jungle. (laughs) It's the rumble rumble in the jungle. jungle. There you go. Bulls sport one of the largest penises in the animal kingdom, with some reaching two and a half feet in length. I guess that's large. What Have you seen that duck penis? There's that duck penis that's been floating oh, yeah, around yeah, online. Yeah, Holy cow! That I can't remember the name of the duck, but crazy. I did do some research. It's like what ten feet Fucky or something. Yeah. It's not ten feet. No. Well, okay, I'm exaggerating <laughs> a little. Right, the the corkscrew. You know, uh, when I said ten feet, I was thinking comparatively in humans. Oh, I think. okay. Because if we had one that long, it would be, be ten feet. Right. It's a long, as long. Can as we get the name of that duck? The Argentine lake duck sporting a 42.5 centimeter penis. This is about as big as it is. So it would be duck r- relative penis. to a human having a six foot long penis. That's something. That ain't that, nothing. That ain't but, nothing. <laughs> but it, it, it looks like a, one of his intestines came out. Like it doesn't <laughs> yeah. look, I don't look at that and go penis. I look at that and go, oh my God. Yeah, it's kind of corkscrewy. He's, I he's had if some kind of anal it, blowout. It's got to be. It's gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> well, it begs the question, how large is the Argentine Lake Duck's vagina? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like takes up its entire body. Well, well, I, mean, I think it's goes, like a lassoing thing, isn't it? He, uh, it goes he all enters, the way up the fallopian He enters tube. from the mouth but has to reach down into the ovaries. So you know, so they go so they go totally oral. This is what happens when evolution forces you to do oral. She gives great bill. <laughs> African bull elephants uh, can grow up to six feet and a half feet long, and the blue whale technically has the largest penis in the world. Well, it's the largest animal in the yeah. world, so up to eight feet long. You could climb in that thing and drive it around like a car. <laughs> yeah. Now let's talk small. Rodents have the smallest penises in terms of absolute size. The title of smallest overall penis belongs to the common shrew, whose penis is about a fifth of an inch long. It's because of all the nagging. (laughs) (laughs) Just can't get it up. It's psychological damage. Let's go to history now. (laughs) Okay. Man, I got some stories to tell. I'll tell you. All right. What's your your, your all-time favorite historical sex story? Well, okay. These are just as far as, as, as perverted sex acts performed in the past. So okay. it's not so much specific that's a, stories. That's but, a good launching point. I, like, yeah. I like where that begins. Yeah. The young ladies of the uh, Pintadas Islands uh, like to dole out pain to their partners. Where's the Pintadas Islands? I don't know. Somewhere. P- Polynesia or something. Okay. I don't know. Well, anyway. They're, uh, so they're into but the s and Well, no. In, in an effort to uh, thicken the penis of their lovers, they would uh, attach a poisonous bug on the cock, and uh, it would bite the penis and make it swell. Uh, did the guys see this coming? Were they <laughs> up for it? Like they're like, yeah, attach that poisonous bug to my they penis. Up for it. They were looking the other way, and all of a sudden, ow! My penis like, is swollen. <laughs> now, do the do the guys like this, or do they just like, well, if I'm gonna have sex, I guess this has to happen. Yeah, I, I would assume so. I mean, maybe this is the Polynesian version of uh, manscaping these days, right? It's just it's kind of anticipated that everybody's gonna do it. What? Yeah, of course. 
Yeah, it's just like that's the societal. It's like it's time for your penis to get bit by the poison bug. <laughs> get ready, here it comes. I wonder how many uh, test trials they went through before they found the right bug. Yeah, no kidding. It's like, hey, bite this peanut. Like they're coming in with crabs and lobsters and they're trying everything under Let's the sun. Let's try this cobra. Too little. <laughs> no, Too much. I guarantee you how it happened. Some dude was just like sleeping in his sleeping bag and this poisonous bug came yeah. crawling in, bit him on the penis, and then he was like, King At of last. The, he was king of the county, right? <laughs> Check it out, ladies. <laughs> yeah, I'm just running out of his tent. Yeah, he, he, he for, forsake the loincloth after that experience. He's like, come, bring it on. I got to find that bug. And then all the other dudes were like, <laughs> what the hell happened to that guy? And where can I get me some? He's the Polynesian version of the penis pump. Whoa. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Polynesian penis pump. And uh, an unusual love food was prepared by uh, German women in the uh, 1700s. Uh, when desiring a certain man, a lady would go to bed with a piece of apple in her pussy. And, Just a uh, piece, not the whole apple. Yeah, well, that would, you know. The whole apple, that would be a, uh, a, that would be a YouTube video right there. <laughs> Two <laughs> German ladies, one apple. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, the next day, she uh, would present the apple to the uh, the dude of her dreams. and uh, <laughs> He would eat it. And, that and would he, be would, like, he would eat it. And yeah, as, as folklore contends, he'd uh, fall for her. Love potion number nine. Pussy apples. That was number number 10, actually. That love potion ain't (laughs) so That can't be good, because there's like... You're talking about a warm, wet place. It'd be all hot, yeah. It'd be like... Right, but also, like, that's a breeding ground for bacteria, and now you're introducing sugar. (laughs) It's the 1700s. I didn't say it was a good love potion. Yeah. They love bacteria. (laughs) If if you can survive the things that I've grown overnight (laughs) in my vagina... The Germans are kinky. The Germans are kinky. It's... Yeah. They invented uh, Shiza video, after all. My wife has a theory about the whole poop porn thing. It seems like it's all, like... It's big in, in Japan and Germany. So it's all, all these, like, you know... Repressed the, the, nations. The, the countries that lost, the you know, the war. World war II. Yeah, <laughs> some, some sort of, like, built-in guilt or something Self, going on. Self-loathing. We were, we, were the, we were the bad guys. I'm going to only like shit. Poop, poop into my mouth. Me. Yeah, poop on me. I deserve it. I lost. <laughs> it's my punishment. Hey, you know what? I mean, if you got... Yeah, it's strangely between, compelling. If you got a choice between concentration camps and pooping, I mean, it's not really a contest. Yeah, I'll take the poop. Take the, yeah, take the poop every time. Uh, they should have given the Jews the choice. Poop chamber. Oh, man. Yeah. Enter the poop chamber. Oh, too soon. Maybe they would have chosen the <laughs> gas. I, I think it's, it's like for the next thousand years, it's going to be too soon for that joke. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Any other favorites? This one's kind of a downer, but uh, seaport prostitutes in ancient Japan offered an expensive and dangerous service. And working in small boats, the girls would uh, dunk their heads in the water and uh, get done from behind. Their vaginas would spasm violently as they started drowning. This uh, produced uh, <laughs> wild orgasms for uh, the, the dudes, but uh, many of the whores died. Oh, oh. That's, so that's like autoerotic asphyxiation, except with water and drowning. I only hope they charged a lot for that. Yeah, yeah no really. Little, uh, that, that's a bonus plan. Now, now, would they have like their pimp standing nearby, like ready to pull them out just in case? Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, she stopped moving. I'm not done yet. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, man. Well, they, again, how, who's the first person to come up with this idea? Well, it just solidifies the idea. Everybody talks about how you know weird and kinky we are now, but it's like you know the people were like that in the past too. I mean, well, all yeah. kinds of crazy stuff. From our tentacles episode, there's an image we had a wood cutting from like the 1700s right. of yeah. octopuses having sex with yeah Japanese ladies. And in fact, while I was researching animal dildos, <laughs> as you are wont like, to do, wait, uh, animals as dildos? No, no. Oh, well, Richard Gere has a story about that. I think. Tell me, I don't. I haven't heard this. What? You haven't heard the Richard, Richard Gere? Richard Gere really? would put a hamster in his butt. You never heard that story? Modern, like urban legend thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Insert a habit trail tube, put a hamster in there. 
They get all bitey once they go in the butthole. Yeah, Trust yeah, me. They, Trust they, me on this. They they they, they, <laughs> they scratch the the inside wall of your uh, junk down there, and you got to take off, off their claws and, and knock all their teeth out. I, first. I went to I went to the straight nice. dope, and uh, he said he couldn't uh, find any actual testimonials or evidence. To be, it, was, it was all just no emergency hurt. room no, uh, no, photos or anything no. like that. It's urban, all legend. urban legend. Urban legend. Yeah. Unlike the tentacle dildo, uh, which you, I believe you can get on uh, fetishzone.net. Ooh. They, they should have, become a sponsor of ours. They have uh, basically they have dildos from various animals, dogs, the Cerberus canine sheath <laughs> for sixty nine dollars and sixty nine cents. Yes, nice. it's true. Here I'll read the blurb quickly. You've been waiting, wanting, and wondering. Now your dream has finally been turned into reality. The research and development that has gone into this toy over the past year has been worth the wait. <laughs> Cerberus is comprised of a 100% medical grade platinum silicon to absorb, to allow superb elasticity and strength, allowing it to fit a very wide range of wearers for years of pleasure. Its interior size is 6.1 inches long, so you can use it as a dildo or you can put it on, like a male can put it on okay. over top oh, of okay. his own. The tip contains a small hole that allows lubrication to secrete out of the toy, and it and it after it is applied inside, and the toy is mounted on the wearer. The hole also allows the wearer to come freely when not wearing a condom. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about. That. I don't even know what this toy is. I'm trying to picture it in my mind, and I have it's no just idea. Nightmarish. We are offering a limited release of Cerberus in crystal, which allows you to see your member through the sheath. No matter what color you choose, sex will never be the same. I kind of you know imagine this if you're gonna. If you're a furry and you dress up in the in the dog or the cat costume, you might as right. well get the appropriate doggy dog member. Yeah, so they have donkeys, they have bucks, large cats, bears, kangaroos, crocodiles, orca, and if you're into fantasy, you can get a dragon penis. Oh wow! They also have one. <laughs> what are the names of the guys in Avatar? Uh, Navi. You can get a blue Navi dildo. Oh wow! Okay, there you Does go. It, do you attach it to the back of your hair? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the gimmick is that it's actually CG. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You just kind of... It's an, it's an altered reality Yeah, you don't thing. Really feel it. So there you go. Animal dildos. Available now. Oh, furries. Or just if you've, you know, you've lost your loved, your loved Cocker Spaniel and your beloved replacement. Your beloved crocodile. I don't know. Get another dog. <laughs> do you, do you, do you I really, think I prefer the uh, dildo over the dog. Do you really miss... Yeah. You, but you, that's the part well, you miss? Here, here's here's a good question, and I, I know that Adam Carolla asked this question once because they had a bestiality story on his show, and it was, you know, really, is bestiality all that bad? You know, I mean, uh, most of these animals are kept very well. <laughs> you know, they live inside a warm home, I and mean, it's better than foraging out in the wild and, you know, uh, having to fight with other wild dogs and cats and whatnot over feed. And, you know, if you got to receive your owner every once in a while, is that any worse than another dog or something totally fucking you out in the woods? And then in the, in the case of the male animals, and you know, it's not like I mean, it's not like you can get them to have sex with you if they don't want to. Yeah. So you're saying men can't be raped? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I mean the male. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. Okay. What if it's a Saint Bernard and a midget? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's an even then, fight. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. totally that's totally fair then. Yeah, because if like, the midget can like force himself onto a Saint Bernard, no, I mean vice versa. Oh, I see. Oh, like it, I'm saying that a midget could get raped by a Saint Bernard. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Well, yeah. That's what we're talking about. You know, right. Fair I, fight, I, right? Whoever comes out on top of that one, they want it fair and square. And I think the proper term is little person. Yeah, I need to see that porno. <laughs> I was at a I was at a party once, which was a uh, an anti Valentine's Day party. 
It was on Valentine's Day, and it was for only single people. Nobody in a couple was allowed to attend. On the walls, they had broken hearts, decorations, and in the basement, they were showing midget porn. It was a very strange thing to see because it was a full-size lady and a dwarf dude. And a dude. swarm yeah, no. <laughs> little people. And it was the one scene that I saw was in a dwarf dude. Oh, maybe it was uh, Louis de Jesus. He, he was famous? Well, he, back in the day, he was the go-to dwarf for fuck scenes. Oh, yeah? Oh, imagine having a niche like that. I guess there's a niche for everything. But he's been in, he's been correctly spotted as and people saying that he's tattooed because he looks a lot like Hervé Villachez, but it was never tattooed. He is unfortunately passed away. <laughs> uh, How did he measure up <laughs> down there? He did okay. Yeah, he held his held his own. All right, against All right. the big people. Yeah, okay. awesome. so there's uh, I got a picture here of Bridget Powers, Bridget the Midget. All right, she's a porn star. I gotta say, she's all right. Not too bad. I'm uh, I'm not saying no to that exactly. She's not much if you're into legs, though. Uh, why, to quote Seinfeld, why would I be a leg man? I have legs. <laughs> Continued next week on Caustic Soda. This whole sordid affair has been a shock to all of us, but we must get on with our lives. <laughs>